Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. We are back in action after what we think might be a month. So It, it might just be, but we're back in our home bases. Yes. I'm in Nashville. You're in LA. Yes. Finally. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been such a weird, weird couple of weeks or few weeks. And um, I, f- I feel like this episode, we're just going to do a quick catch up, talk about what's been on our minds, what we've been up to, how we've been feeling. And um, yeah, just do a good old catch up. I think that's great. Catch up for everybody, but honestly, just a catch up for you. And I, too. <laughs> I know. I mean, I we know. text back and forth, but like you, we both know, like there's just so much going on. It's been like hectic and crazy few weeks. I know there's a lot of changes or whatever, just a lot of emotions and feelings and everything going on in life. And I mean, I, I'm looking forward to just girl chatting with you. I agree. I agree. So what's been, maybe we can start with to, to get our feet warm. Is that the, the phrase? Um, dip our, our toes feet. in. Yeah. Warm up our feet. Um, what's been like a rose thorn bud maybe of the last few weeks for you? Oh, wait, well, how about you go first? Okay. Okay. Let me think. Um, so I think, and then we can go into our roses maybe or our thorns, whatever we want to talk about. But, um, I think a rose for me has been progressing with the side thing um, in the movie industry and and talking more with two amazing human beings and TV producers and writers. Um, I've been meeting with them and creating decks for them for the past few months, but it's been picking up speed in the last few weeks. So that's been really, that's definitely been a rose. It's like, I seriously feel like my dreams are coming true. It's really unbelievable. And um, I call them my fairy godparents. Like they've just oh, granted this gosh. amazing wish for me. Um, and then Thorn, this last week I was texting Em about this, but I have felt a little mentally bleh and yeah. it hasn't happened to me in a while. And so it was, it was sort of unexpected because all these wonderful things have been going on. Um, but I've, uh, yeah, maybe we can get into that, but I, per, on a, just a personal level, like really not feeling great and very emotional. I rewatched normal people, which put me in even more of sort of like a sad <laughs> girl energy. Sometimes we just got to sink into it. Right. And it, it somehow it helps. I know. I'm Isn't like, they get it. I know. And then, um, bud, I'm very much looking forward to, um, I guess this episode and just getting back, getting back yeah. to, yeah, our, our thing. I love that. Absolutely. I would say my, so bud is like what's happening, right? Like what you're working on cultivating and letting it open back up. I think so. I kind of just did what I'm, what I'm looking forward to, like what, what's, but yeah, so sure. Whatever you want to really make it. That. I really love that. Okay. So my rose, my rose is a little bit different from yours, but I have been waking up really, really early. Like every day it's been so nice. Love that. I get outside. It's still cold out. The like sun's just starting to come up. There's a little bit of mist everywhere. And Freddie and I walk up to this part of town called 12 South, which is one of my favorite parts of town. It's like, it's really quaint, charming. There's shops and coffee up there and everything. And I've truly enjoyed having that now become part of our, right. And it just feels like, 
it has been a game changer with starting my days. And so I've actually loved that. And I feel like that has actually blossomed into something already. So definitely the, the rose. Um, Wait, can I ask a quick question on the rose? Have you, I feel like you've re-fallen in love with your home after getting back. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. That's what (laughs) I've just said. Very good one. Very, very good one. Absolutely. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm glad to be home. Like I, but you know what? Like I could have gone longer now. I'm like, ah, I could have gone a couple more weeks, but I mean, I think that's the, always the way it goes when you get back from somewhere. You're like, totally fantastic. But yes, absolutely. Like just being home and recognizing how fortunate I am and to have somebody to come home to. I -hmm. think that was one of my first lessons. Like even before I left, like the day I left, I was emotional and I realized I'm already learning. I'm so lucky that after I get to have this experience, I have people and animals to come home to that I love and love me back. Mm-hmm. I have this house. I have a job that has given me all this flexibility. And that's absolutely been, a, a, that's been a bouquet of roses. <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> for it. Sure. Yeah. And I, I thank you for bringing that up for sure. Um, I think a bud is the weather change for me right now. It's mm. like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. starting to get sunshine daily, warming up just a little bit. And that for me, kind of like tying off of your thorn, it really helps my mental health. Yeah. It helps me feel better physically, emotionally, um, spiritually, everything. And I don't think that I necessarily remember that every year because I also like the weary dreary. Totally. You know? Like, I know we can sink into that really well. And I'm like, connected to it I'm magnetically pulled to it mm-hmm. but once the sunshine hits it's like oh I agree I with feel you happiness again. yeah right it's well it's, like it's welcomed <laughs> it's welcomed it's welcomed and you know what those rainy days will come and they'll be great thunderstorms in the summertime but I um I'm really looking forward to the the summertime I think here and just having like a good change of uh consistent sunshine yeah. Definitely. So what's, what's your thorn? So the thorn for me, and it might be something that we want to address later, or we can just talk about it now. Um, we had a mass shooting in Nashville yesterday, which was, is very tragic. It's at a, um, a private school that is in a church. Six people were killed. Three were kids. It's right across the street from my mom's house. And, you know, These things happen and we see them on the news all too often, all too often. But I, you know, I think it's always in the back of your mind that it could happen close to you, but now it did like it, it happened in our, our neighborhood truly. And, you know, it's at a church that we've delivered flowers to for weddings and uh, friends have gone to in the past and, that it's so close to my mom. And it's just, it feels, um, it feels so wrong. It feels so wrong that these things are still happening and not to get into any rhetoric or, or anything like that, because I, I I do think the, the beginning stages, you should give space for grief and emotions and not jump into anything on who's thinking whatever on either side. But with that being said, I just can't see how everybody can't agree that things really have to change because I know, right. It's, it's one of the most infuriating topics to me. And obviously, you know, we want to be sensitive to sensitive topics. And like you said, leave room for grief, but at the same time, it's just, 
it happens too often to the point where we're almost numb to it. And that's really, really problematic. The fact that like, it just just feels like another Monday. It's like, okay, another shooting. Great. Exactly. It's just, and that's, it's just like, when is enough going to be enough? And when are we finally going to make a change that can actually help this problem? And I know it's very, very, like, there's so many layers to this, of course. Um, and there's, you know, so many layers, but I think if personally, this is my personal view, I think there's a very clear thing that is, that is doing the action, which is guns. And if we put more regulations around that thing, then I think a lot of this would stop. Um, that's just common sense in my opinion, but I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's a clear issue, clear way to at least prevent a lot of it from ever happening Agreed. again and Agreed. god forbid it ever happens to anybody close that we know or, or anything like that it's like truly my biggest fear and yesterday just kind of going on with the day and seeing like businesses are still open and still have to work when literally a mile down the road this is all playing out it is it's very very odd and like you said it's frightening how desensitized we are. Totally. Totally. And I think that's, and you and I, Em and I were talking before this episode and we were like, what should we, how do we kind of approach this topic? Cause it is so hard. And I think the, um, the kind of overall feel of this is how do you move on from these things that happen, whether they're personal to you, like a mental health kind of a depressive episode, let's just call it what it is versus, or, or like a, mass shooting that really impacts the way that you can, you know, feel safe in your home and your areas. And like, you feel this terrible sadness and it's like, how do you move forward? Like, what's the first step and what do you, what do you do? And Em and I want to share what we do because it's, there's no right answer to it, but I think the important part is right. Just talking about it and, and being like, wow, let's, let's address it. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Right. Because the worst thing that you can do is act like it, it doesn't exist. Agreed. It's not an issue. And not just with, you know, this shooting. I think Agreed. Everything that you deal with in life that is troubling, um, difficult, or Agreed. whether it's, it's large to a community or large to you internally. Yeah. It's things have to be addressed. Yes. Agreed. And I, and the challenge, like you mentioned is how do you put on the face to smile and go back to work. And Luke and I, honestly, I can get into this a little bit. It's yeah. still sensitive, but Luke and I talked about mental health last night, actually, um, watching normal people. And like, at what point is it something where you need to take a break? And and I think that's really hard for him and I, and I know it's hard for you too. Like, what point is it where you're like, I can't get out of bed and right. I can't smile today and I can't get dressed today? So I'm going to call in sick. Do you know what I mean? Like what's the absolutely threshold, right? I mean, I, I wish I knew. And I think that you and I, I know that you and I struggle with that a lot because where is it that you're like, I just need to push through. I'm right. okay. I can get through this. Right. And then where's that point where you're just like, no, 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 no. I'm taking on too much right, right. now. My emotions are overflowing. If I don't step away or just take some time. I will, I will not be okay. Right. And that's, and that's honestly, I can share, like, that's what I've been experiencing the last week. And you know me so well. And like, that's, 
I pride myself on being able to do a million things. And it's just in my nature to have a million things going on at once. And I usually get a lot of energy from that. And this last week, I came back from a wonderful vacation with my best friends in Mexico. And the week before that, I was in New York for work and it was a great week. And we had a lot of great brainstorming sessions. We went to an improv show. I got on stage. It was so fun. We did like team bonding stuff. There was no reason for me to come home and feel overwhelmed, right? Like it was like no logical reason. I was just on a break. I was just traveling. I had a break from my home, but it wasn't too long. It was about 10 days, but I came home and felt like the only image I can come up with in my head is I felt like I was in this massive hole and everything was like going on around me like a tornado. And I couldn't even see what was happening, but I was stuck in this dark hole. Like it just felt like everything was unattainable. Daily tasks were unattainable and stressful. Calling my family felt like, oh my God, I can't even handle calling my family right now and taking breaks, right? Like everything felt like this is a challenge. This is a challenge. Even my exciting things that I just mentioned with this producer, I was like, this is coming so natural. And now I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I don't know how to do it. And it's bad and it's awful. And we had to take a pause from our Instagram and our social. And that always is hard for me because I'm, you know, committed and yeah, it just felt, I felt really, um, yeah, like really paralyzed last week. And I don't know why, you know, I think, and I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I feel like this can be with me and, and probably with you as well. We're so used to going on autopilot sometimes where when you have 10 things going at once, you just know how to roll through, you know how to get through it. And you know that you have to do this, 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 Mm -hmm. and you're just, you're doing it every day. Mm -hmm. Then when you take a step away, like maybe you have like Mm. in New York and in Mexico, you are able to sort of release Mm -hmm. the pressures of doing all of those and then getting back into your environment it is overwhelming. And I experienced that a little bit, like coming back from my trip all of a sudden, mm. and it can be the littlest things, taking the dog out, remembering to feed him, right. getting changed and going into the office. It's just, I, I think we feel, we feel a lot and we feel deeply and anything, anything can just kind of over overwhelm you and, and overextend you a little too much. I mean, literally it can be one thing and then you just need, you just need a little break from everything. Totally. Totally. And that's definitely a place I got to, and maybe we can go into this further into like another episode, but I had a lot of different things happen to me growing up that were really, really hard. And I've mentioned this, I feel like in bits and pieces on the pod and was super unwell mentally for a long time and was really negative. And I, I know I've mentioned that too. And the past year, I feel like I have learned more. I've gone to therapy consistently. I've spent a lot of time alone. I've, you know, started this with you and done a lot for my mental health, like in a way I haven't done in a really, really long time, if ever. And I feel more positive. And it was interesting because last night Luke and I were talking and, and it's like all my negative emotions and sadness and hardship and this like angsty broken person that I was for so many years came back out and I couldn't put her away. Uh, No. And I mean, 
as much as we work on ourselves and try and rid those from yeah. affecting us, they can pop up at any time. Like something yeah. comes over it and it, it might not even be related to it, but it doesn't matter. Like those are still things that you felt and they were real and they happened to you. And you can deal with, you can learn how to deal with them in a healthy way, but that doesn't mean that you won't ever have to deal with it again. And just shows right there. It, it came back to you. And I, and I think that that's really, really difficult. And it's also really difficult to kind of just talk about it right now in a free and open space and even admit to that. And so I, I mean, I applaud you on that because that stuff's really hard. And I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people are ashamed to like, even say that something that happened to them two years ago is still affecting them. Like right. it doesn't matter. And like anything, there's not a timeline with getting over something. Mm-mm. No. And, and we're never get over it. Maybe that's not the right word, but right. With. Right. And weird things will trigger it. And then weird things you're like, why am I doing this to myself? Cause this is yeah. like, for example, normal people. Have you seen that show by the way? No, I haven't. Well, who's in it? It's, it's pretty intense. I don't know if it's your cup of tea, but it's, um, it's actually the director is the same director of room. If you ever saw that with Brie Larson and the two main characters are Daisy Edgar Jones, who's British. She's a British actress. And then Paul Mescal, who is my new favorite actor right now. He was nominated for an Oscar for after sun, which is an a 24 film. Beautiful. Okay. Um, and he was, he won a BAFTA for normal people. It was like one of his first big shows. Was he um, in like Lotus or no? No, okay. he's he does mainly indie. I'll I'll send you. He's unbelievable, like unbelievable. And I think I fell in love with this show, and that's uh, so many people did because you can relate to the characters. It's it's like about a first love, but it's a really tumultuous love. And the main woman, Marianne, she has she's a little broken in ways that I relate to, and the main character Connell it's an Irish show so they're very Irish so Connell the main character he had this like therapy session where he talked about a friend who committed suicide and Luke reacted in the way that like Connell did and shuts down in the way Connell does and so I think Luke and I both saw each other in these characters and we were watching the show and a lot of past emotions came up and we were like wow you know it's hard Uh oh And like, don't you feel like sometimes for for me, I have a little bit of guilt that I don't have a better way to express hard, like the word or Mm -hmm. hard or tragic or awful or because it doesn't seem like enough. It doesn't seem like the right word to encompass what you're feeling at that time. Totally. And it's, yeah. And that's why, I mean, that's why I love movies and why I want to go into, to, film and the film industry. Cause I think it's such a powerful medium to make people remember those feelings and to really put um, a visual and a skit and a thing to these feelings that you feel so deeply. So that's why I think I love it so much. But anyways, I want to talk about how you deal with these things, but I think for, for me talking through it with him last night, even though it was awful and we cried and it was hard and he's going through very real things, right. With being a first year resident and dealing with people's lives and having people die and, you know, needing to confront all the different things that he's going through and he's running on very low sleep, which never helps your mental health and, you know, all these different things. So, um, so, but what we, what we do is just like talk about it, even if there's no solve and just feel like 
this is where I'm coming from. This is where I'm coming from. From And last night we came to a conclusion like, wow, neither of us are supporting the other in ways that we want. And from my side, I'm like, I know my life looks really happy right now. And I'm really positive for most of the time. That That's from a shit ton of work with a foundation of really sad shit, you know? And it's like little flowers are blooming now. Finally, thank God, because there's this foundation of really hard shit. And that was my point of like, sometimes, you know, I remember the soil, Uh, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you know what? It's, it's the little flowers that you just hoped for. And I think that helps you keep going during all the shit. You know what I mean? Because it's just, I, I used to tell myself that all the time growing up or when I was in just really dark seasons that, Mm -hmm. you know what, one day there'll be a reason for this. One day it will be okay. One day you'll be able to tell your story and how you were able to, to accomplish like what you were dreaming of and you pushed it all aside, not pushed it all aside, but you dealt with it. And I think when you are able to just remember what drives you and what's in your heart and what you, you hope for in the future, it's, it, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference, but that you can't always be there. You know, you can't always just, just like you were like, it comes up and I, I do the same thing. We talk about a lot of things, anything that's worrying us or like yesterday, what's happening in our community or even around the world, whether it's politics, um, Mm -hmm. helping the earth and conservatory, you know, conservation issues, excuse me. Um, All of that is, I would say, a revolving list of topics. And I think it's really healthy to do that. I think it's also healthy to know that you can shut it off at some times because mm-hmm. it becomes overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that I, I listen, I watch the news all the time. I feel like it's one of my duties to stay informed what's going on in the world. And if somebody's dealing with it, I want to at least know, be informed, right? Be informed. Exactly. But sometimes it's okay to just kind of shut it off so you can shut yourself off because it impacts you and it impacts your mind and you can just race, race, race all day long. And then all of a sudden you realize I didn't live my life fully today. And I think that that could be one of the biggest lessons from this is just to remember to, um, how do I even say this? Just be grateful that you're still able to have a day a day coming up or a day presently, um, whether it's a good day or a bad day. I I don't know. I think that I'm really in my feelings deeply right now because of yesterday and just in the blink of an eye, things can change. And that doesn't, um, that doesn't negate though. And we've talked about this many times that doesn't negate us with what we're going through either. I think if anything, it gives you perspective that, anything can happen at any time and and things do happen at any time. Um, and we have to find ways to deal. I agree. I think that's when you were texting me yesterday, I was thinking about this too. It's just, the world is really sad and it's going to continue to be really sad and people are, people hurt people and it's awful and it's heavy and people die. That's a part of life. And that's just, 
it's it, to me, like, I don't know what helps me is staying present in my gratitudes. And I know this sounds really small to some people, but has been huge for me overcoming a lot of different things in my personal life is writing a list of five things that I'm grateful for every morning. It, it, I, I never miss it. And just, it's really small things. Like today it was like the color blue was one of my things I'm grateful for and why I'm wearing blue and like the, the sun shining through leaves. Really. I'm so grateful for that. It's just like the most special. It looks like a fairy to me, like little things like that or big things like my husband. I'm so grateful for him and for being adults together and learning this shit, but having a list of gratitudes that you commit to every day. I, it's wild how helpful it is. I, you know, that co- totally goes into a conversation Jeff and I had just the other day about talking about seeing the magic in the world and choosing mm-hmm. to see it kind of mm-hmm. all around you. Yes. Um, I think that that can get lost with the sadness and the yes. hurt that goes a- along in the world because it is, it is a very sad world and it is a very strange, dangerous world, but it's also a really magical world. Yes. And as we were talking about this, you know, the wind was blowing on us. I was like, that to me, that's magic. Like, how is this happening to us? How are we all of a sudden getting this beautiful breeze around us? How is this happening like naturally? And when you sit and think about those little things, it really is something to be so grateful for. Like it's beauty in the most simple form. I completely agree. And it's just, it's like what you said, the, and also, and said it, like, I think my therapist always says this, it's this and also this, it's this and also that. And it's, it's having a sense of both and not feeling completely enveloped by either one. And honestly, I, I'll admit it here on this podcast. I admitted it to Luke last night. I think I've been living in the happy zone for a long time because it's felt really good. It felt like this warm sweater on my body. Like I was so happy to live in the happy. And I think I didn't have the, and also for some of the grounding stuff that I need. So I think it's, it'll have been flow, right? Sometimes you live in the sad, sometimes you live in the happy, but I think having striving for understanding both in your life is so that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I've said this so many times. I live in the fairy tale. My yeah. life is in my brain, I choose to live in a fairy tale. I am completely aware of everything that's going around and my heart hurts at times and I want yeah. to help. And truly, like one of my missions and one of the reasons why we are why why we do PS We Have No Plan is to just spark hope and to help and to do whatever we can to reach and touch people and help ourselves throughout this. And I feel like we've, we've started to do that at least for Mm -hmm. ourselves. And sometimes we, you know, get really encouraging words from listeners and that's, it really does mean so much. It does. It, it just, I, I'm grateful for that. I like having the perspective and mindset of beauty and whimsical, natural, powerful magic, but I'm aware. You know, I know mm-hmm. what's going on around me and I, and I want to, I want to help alleviate the bad. For sure. And my, my therapist came up with this really great vision 
for me when I was sort of judging myself for living in the shallow land is what I called it. Like, I'm like, I'm just having fun with makeup and I feel like I, you know, pretty and this and that, and I'm so happy and da, da, da. And she's like, yeah, but your life, think of it like a pool. You have a deep end and you have a shallow end and you're, you're the whole pool. So it's really cool that you can go swim in the deep end and feel these deep things and understand depth and understand that there's darkness in in the world, right? Like at the deep, dark end of a pool, it's really okay to wade in the shallow end and just splash around in the shallow end because you're still a part of the depth is still there. You're just choosing to spend your energy in the shallow end and like have some fun and light and have the sun hit your body because you're standing up because you're in a shallow end. And she's like, that's, there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I love it when you share stuff from your, <laughs> I do, I do because it's just, it's beautiful imagery and it helps because she's just using real life things right. for you to just see, see actually in your brain and, it, and you connect it. It makes perfect sense. And it makes you feel, it doesn't make you feel guilty for what you're going through, whether it's the good or the yeah. bad. And sometimes I think we can feel really guilty if we're totally. experiencing something really good when somebody's experiencing something really bad. Totally. There could be a lot of guilt associated with that. Um, and learning that that's okay is, is really challenging. It is. It is. And maybe a maybe a fun way to end this is to, to finish with the, with the good. Cause we both do have yeah. positive things happening to us. And I want to hear that as well. Cause I, I think this podcast, if we could live our life in this podcast conversation, it would be amazing. Cause we do such a great job of doing the deep and doing yeah. the light and doing the whole balance of it all. But yeah. I want to love... hear, no, wait, go. On. I was just going to say, I love trying to end on a positive note Me too, because I think then that helps you just go through your day with gratitude and just almost have a clarity of like, I've got this. And yep. You're still good. Let me focus on this. And I think mine, I'm very excited about, and I haven't said this, but I'm like, I am rebranding my girl with no plan. I am. <gasps> oh, I, that's I so exciting. I'm so excited. I've started to um, plan it out, talk about, or make a deck like you have been. And like you inspired me. You've really inspired me. I'm working on my photography skills and editing to find my own unique style so that people see that aesthetic and they know it's me. And I'm just, I'm really excited. And I'm, my plan is to have like this presentation of my deck done and show my work and present it to that man that I told you about that I yes. and see, like kind of get his feedback. How can you help me? Love. How can I help you? Like, let's see you and you inspired me. Oh, that means so much, first of all. And and I'd love to workshop with you if you ever want to send over anything. And I, maybe I can do the same with you because it's, it's so scary to do that, right? Initially, you're like, is there, is there a spelling error or does this image look right? So, um, but that's exciting. That's really exciting. And I think that's a good way to approach talking to someone that you look up to of, of being like, here's what, here's how my brain works. Here's what's happening with me. What do you think? Absolutely. And I, and I, when we talked about this last, I was hesitant and I haven't reached out yet. Cause I said, well, how do I, what do I want to say what right. is it that I want help with? What is it that I, what's my goal? Right. And so I sat with that for, for a little while. And I also came to terms that I shouldn't be embarrassed by, by my goal. It doesn't matter what somebody else thinks. Like if I want to do that, I have to try. A thousand percent. Also, I was thinking about this, like who, 
who cares? I don't know. Like it's, it's the worst that they could say is like, oh, this, this, this young person doesn't know what they're doing. Okay, cool. Moving yeah. on. I, I just, Moving I feel on. <laughs> it just is like, might as well go for it. Cause only amazing things can come from going for it. Absolutely. And the most amazing things do. And even if it doesn't work out, try again. Yes. Try again, Cause you never also know what could spark in those tries and that getting back up again teaches you that it doesn't happen in an instant. And so you have to keep working. You have to put everything into it. And that's hard when you do have things going on in other parts of your life. But if you just keep going, it will, it will greet you when it's agreed. And I feel like that's a lot what's happening to you right now. It is. And that's, I love that we're going through this kind of like our individual interests and brands and what we're trying to do with the, with our lives as well as, you know, sharing with each other. But Yes. Similarly, I've been sharing decks of ideas with these people and, um, there's something to them. They like them and I'm meeting with them again on Thursday and they're right now launching their new movie. Everyone go see it. One true loves it's written by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who wrote Daisy Jones and the six, which is a very popular show on Amazon prime. Um, so her new movie is one true loves. It's directed by Andy Fickman and, um, they're in New York city at their movie premiere. Um, and they have amazing new projects coming up that I'm helping with them, helping them with. And it's just, it's, it's surreal. Um, it's like, I don't even know. I, at first I feel a lot of imposter syndrome. Like what, who am I to, to talk about like what marketing they could do for these movies? Um, but then another part of me is like, you do, I do like everyone does. It's not rocket science. You don't, it doesn't require a degree. It just requires a creative mind and, and caring about film in the way that I do. And I'm trying. And you're doing it people with what the, the level that they're working right now and the releases that they have, they wouldn't just give anybody a chance or want to work with everybody. Like what you can provide and you're bringing to the table is very special to them. And it's, it's, (sighs) it's coming through and it's, it's only the beginning. I know it really is. And it's, it's really wild. Like I text with them almost every day. I think it's, um, it's, it's just pretty crazy. I mean, I'm very, very excited and hopefully I'm putting it out there that I am going to quit corporate and have my own business and brand where I help market movies and TV shows and do it in a really exciting, creative way. So that's what I want to do next. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm living in right now, um, which is exciting. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I'm so proud. Like I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm equally excited because obviously you're like just elated, but I'm very close. (laughs) I know. I know you are. And I, that's another, I feel like that's another good reminder for anyone listening is like, share your dreams with a friend that's open-minded like you and I are. And, and it sounded crazy three months ago when I said this, when I was like, I want to work on film and TV. It's like, how are you going to do that? You have no connections. You have no network in the, in the film industry. You're not a Nepo baby in the film industry. So what are you going to do? And it's like, you just figure it out, put it out there with a friend. Exactly. And you're doing it. You just kept doing it and trying and the universe connected you. Yes. I really believe in that. I think that when you put that energy out there, Agreed. it binds you, you open yourself up to it. And that is essential. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely essential. 
Well, we will keep you updated, everyone, with our with our we personal <laughs> ventures that we're going to pursue. And we are back. I'm excited to yes. be back, like yes. bringing our episodes back. I think that we love doing this, and hopefully that this we continue this and and build it as we build our um, individual projects. Mm-hmm. But. I'm just so happy that you're back. And I'm, I'm back so and happy. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's so exciting at the end of Women's History Month. So, so I feel like this is a nice wrap up episode. And we had all these amazing grand plans of what we we're going to do for Women's History Month, by the way, y'all. But maybe it next year. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. Get ready, everyone. We have lots of grand plans. So you'll see us one way or another. Up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, This is